About 10 years ago, I found myself in a place of really wanting to grow more than I had been able to. As a therapist, I believe it's important to do a lot of my own therapeutic work as well. And so I believe a good therapist has a therapist. And so I've always done my own emotional journey in whatever way I can find, whether it's through help with a therapist or reading books or going into deeper places in my own mind and heart to try to process things. I got to a bit of a stalemate about eight years ago and I was really frustrated with the growth process and needed more than I had and was looking for something to really shift some things um, for myself especially in terms of belonging and connecting in groups and just wanting to feel comfortable and a sense of deep connection that I found was um, would come at times and not be there at others. And so that led me on this journey of understanding group dynamics and understanding what makes a group run the way it does. So about eight to 10 years ago, like I said, I was um, researching this topic and learning so much in terms of neuroscience and how the brain works and how belonging works and how connections are created and was able to form a small group. I had a couple other therapists in uh, my group at that time who said to me, hey, we would love for you to mentor us. And I said to them, I don't know if I want to mentor you as much as I would love to practice this belonging group concept that I have been learning about. And so they said, hey, we're game. And we started our little group. Three, uh, the, the three of us started a little group, like I said, about eight years ago. And since that time, um, that group has now, uh, uh, there's five of us in that group, five therapists. And we have been practicing the science of belonging with one another for these last several years. And it's been great. It's changed my brain in ways that I didn't expect and that I had only hoped for. In fact, I think that it, in, in my family, um, we had done the best we could to create that kind of belonging, but family dynamics have this tricky way of helping us uh, work out our issues. And so we're not, we kind of get gridlocked sometimes. And I was needing something outside of those dynamics of the family to really give me a sense of self. And I found that with the way that I've started to do groups, not only with that therapist group, but also in the groups um, with clients in my office. So let me introduce myself. I'm Monica Maurer and I am a therapist, a licensed therapist, and also I am uh, the director of the Center for Transformation and I live to help you create connection in this lonely and disconnected world where we all live. And the reason I'm passionate about that is because of my own journey of creating connection in this lonely and disconnected world. Um, and so today I would like to talk through what is working in terms of groups? So that one therapist group has led to many other counseling groups that I lead, as well as other groups in my personal life that um, I'm helping to facilitate in order to bring depth and, of connection to my life and the life of others. I have this deep sense of purpose in regard to this because I believe that belonging 
is the most important thing about who we are as humans. And we all really, really desire that at a very deep internal level, even if we aren't consciously aware of that being a guiding force. So I'd like to talk about identity today and how our identity um, personally and as couples and as groups really creates a deeper sense of purpose and meaning in our lives. So individual identity, I, I, I kind of say in a, in a blanket way, isn't really a thing, right? So we, in our culture, we're very consumed with the concept of, of individual identity because we have these you know, landing pages with our social media where people can learn about us and our bio, our, our profile, our pictures, our, 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 the things we like, the things about us that are unique. And we're all really vying for this idea of being special and unique and individual, individualistic. Yet, being an individual isn't really a thing. It is where our brain is actually so much more consumed with who we are as a group and how we belong. And so our individual identity is actually only perpetuated in a healthy way when we belong in a group in a really strong and healthy way. When I belong in a group, I see myself through the lens of my true identity. If I don't have healthy belonging, or if the belonging I have is, is dangerous, or it is um, toxic for me, if the, if the people I belong to are reflecting negative and unhealthy identity, that's really damaging for my brain. And it is, um, it, 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 there is a need for healing and repair when that's happening. And so often in our families, in our group dynamics, at, in our workplaces, our neighborhoods, our communities, we are getting inaccurate reflection of our true identity. And that's very confusing when that happens. And, and it's happening so often. It's very confusing because we're looking at maybe our behavior and um, we're we're making sense of it and saying okay this must be who I am because this is how I'm acting or this must be who I am because this is who I they think I am but so often the way that they're reflecting back to me is based on their own issues and if we're around people who are wounded themselves maybe they've been abused maybe they've been in difficult situations then the reflection that they're giving back to us is actually very toxic and it's not healthy it's it's inaccurate oftentimes our behavior is rooted in how we perceive others perceive us rather than who we truly are designed and called to be on the earth i believe we all have a unique healthy true identity and we all have a wounded identity that we will act out if we do not have healthy people reflecting true identity to us and so if you are finding yourself in that place as many of us do of not having true identity reflected back to you it is important to find a group to belong to and so there are these little things in our brain called mirror neurons and when I see the way that you are acting toward me it causes my brain to mirror back a sense of self to myself that creates my sense of who I think I am 
and oftentimes that's faulty. So we need to get to another level of relationship with those who are healthy in order to get some accurate identity reflection spoken to us in order to see ourselves in a healthy way. Another aspect of identity is the coupleship. So when we have, it's not just a romantic coupleship, but any type of two-person dyadic relationship. So if it's a relationship with a friend or um, a counselor or um, a partner, a romantic partner or a child, um, if you're parenting um, or just somebody in your community, in your workplace, your boss, there is a two-person relationship going on and my brain is concerned with that relationship, that 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 dyad, that, that sense of who I am reflected by that person. But that coupleship identity is actually not as strong as the group identity. My brain is actually more concerned than any other type of identity with who I belong to in a group. I want to belong in a tribe, in a community. And a community or a tribe is made up of three or more people. When I have three or more people in my belonging group, there is a sense of my brain being able to grow and flourish if that identity group is healthy. If that identity group is not healthy, it can be very toxic. In fact, the most dominant brain in that group is going to be the one that is going to set the stage for how that group does connection. And sometimes the dominance in that group is a healthy, gentle, a protector person who is able to um, reflect accurate identity and see us through the lens of our truest self and the person that we want to be, not just the person how we're acting all the time. But other times, the, the most dominant brain in the group is, a, is a, a predatory or a bully type brain. And if that's the case, it's really based on that person's insecurities and fears and their own unprocessed issues that, that cause them to be like that. And that is such a dangerous place for a group to be when the most dominant brain is a bully brain because that brain is going to take that group down a toxic place where, and we'll talk more about those types of group dynamics in another episode, so stay tuned. But today is just about how that group or tribal community identity is so important. There is a saying that says, um, you know, it's great to have two people because one can help another up, but a cord of three cannot be broken. There's a very strong connection when you have three or more in a group because my brain is always asking, what is it like to be us? Who are my people and what is it like to be us? Our brain, starting at about 12 years old, is willing to actually die for us when we have a really strong, solid us. We are willing to do whatever it takes to defend our people. And we filter every thought that we have and every sense of um, purpose through the lens of, what can I do for my people to protect and persevere and create stronger connection with my people? If your brain is not thinking like that, then you likely don't have a strong belonging group. So it's really a valuable thing to start to, to form the sense of community, tribal 
um, identity, this sense of strong bond with others who can see you through the lens of your truest self. But the most important thing to start with is finding a gentle protector brain, whether that's your brain or somebody else that can lead your little belonging group who can see people through the lens of their truest self even if they're not acting like it. People who can say, hey, I know that you acted like this, but I can see through that. I can see that you are really doing that because of this, because you are because you are you you love so deeply that when you when you get wounded you isolate or you are you are such a fierce protector that when something happens that 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 causes you to feel like you you didn't protect you go into a rage that's why you're upset when we can see through our people's behavior our our bonded partners our 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 our, our friend groups behavior into their true sense of identity and speak that out, it helps people to come alive. It helps them to feel like, you know what, somebody actually gets me. Somebody truly understands what it is to be me and is bringing that out. I remember when I first got married, I, I, I've been married now, um, I think it will be 24 years this summer. Um, we were married on July 11th, 1998. And when we first got married, I just remember thinking, ah, he brings out the best in me. I didn't know this was who I who I was. I didn't know this is who I am, but this is who I am and this is who I want to be. He makes me want to be a better person. Now, of course, 23, 24 years in, we've had our times of not being our best self and seasons of not of, of not feeling that way. But we've made it through. We've, we've trekked on through it. And I can say now, I definitely feel like my husband sees me through the lens of my true identity. He sees the person I want to be, even when I'm not being that way. And that is a sign of a, of a healthy, healthy connection. And that's what I want to do with my family. That's what I want to do with the groups where I belong. And I'm excited to say now I have about 11 or 12 belonging groups, both here at my office and also in my community with of, of people of three or more where we are forming attachments that really are helping us become all that we want to be and um, and help us launch out into who we want to be in the world help us provide that safe space of of connection that warm nest that safe haven that place to to come and be myself so that we can launch out into our communities and be the people that we are designed and called to be on the earth to help make this world a better place so it's all about creating connection in this lonely and disconnected world so we can be the people that we want to be so my challenge to you today is to go ahead and create a, a list of the places where you belong and go ahead and jot down is this a high joy group or is this a low joy group is this a, a group where the, the the dominant brain is healthy and gentle and and helps us see who we want to be or is the dominant brain predatory and a bully and and pushing us down and and causing us to see things about ourselves that aren't true so go ahead and jot that down Click subscribe here so that you can get my next episode and we'll talk again soon.